Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hello, Internet, and welcome to In-Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. And today, if it wasn't somewhat obvious... It's actually now it's weird how similar they are. That yeah. We, the only thing different is the word Internet. Did we steal that? I don't think so. Well, I mean, look, it's not I mean, like it's he fucking generic. created <laughs> talking to some, like, welcome to this thing. This is that thing. <laughs> hey guys! Happy yeah. happy Halloween! Good evening, us. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome uh, to Saturday Night Brawl. <laughs> like it's a thing. He didn't invent that. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, we're recording this on Halloween. Um, Ooh, doubt spooky. you'll get it on Halloween, so I hope you Some have a of good you one. Definitely are. I know uh, a lot of our listeners aren't in America. And so, uh, you know, a lot of them come from the UK or, or Australia, stuff like that. They're already not in Halloween anymore. Yeah, so, um, Whoops. sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, can you we're guess what we're talking about, about today? The FNAF <laughs> film that has come out. Spoilers, by the way, it was yeah, in the we're, title. We're talking about Five Nights at Freddy's, baby. The one you've all been excited for. The Nearly one a week you've at Fredericks. At the edge of your seat during this whole podcast being like when are these fellas going to talk about five nights at freddy's we both have well, seen the the blumhouse produced film and that's today we're gonna talk about it yep uh we, we're we're gonna do it all right um, um so uh just, should we begin with our our individual relationships with with mr freddy well yeah i was gonna say we should do that before you fucking cut me off while flipping me off at the camera um so yeah i, I guess we could do your idea it's the same idea <laughs> um, yeah what's your relationship with um the fazbear of fred himself yeah probably best i go first uh i never <laughs> played the games okay when start. they came out I laughed them off and said, those look dumb and for babies. I don't want to play those games. Uh, and so I didn't ever. <laughs> I, 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 I never watched a single. And I say this as a, a bit of 
dramatic foreshadowing for Andrew's bit <laughs> coming up. But I, I've never watched it's a really... single lore video. Uh, <laughs> He's really trying to fuck me on this one. I, I, the only knowledge of of Fazbear's Pizzeria that I'm aware of comes from pop culture osmosis through other <laughs> means. Um. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when they announced this movie, my first thought was, why? <laughs> when they announced this movie like eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, so how about you? What's your uh, relationship? With- um, About the same. Uh, maybe a little bit more. Um, when So when these games first came out, um, they were like all the rage. And I was like, um, it probably can't be that spooky or whatever. I'll give them a try. And um, it was pretty spooky for like 15 minutes. Um, I I really started to shit my pants and everything because I'd get stressed out while playing the game. <laughs> and then a fucking big ass fox would fucking waggle his arms about <laughs> and screech in front of me. Um, but I wasn't all that into the games. Uh, but I did um, during the year. So during, during like 2014 to 2015, the first four games came out in like the span of like a year. Um, like each was only a couple months away from each other. So I was um, pretty big into figuring out the secrets and mysteries of ah. Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'm sure um, Mr. Matthew Patrick's was a... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, back then, back then I watched a good bit of Matt Pat, but I was watching him anyways at the time. And then so when I was too, I just always skipped those episodes. (laughs) That's fair. Um, and then I stopped interacting with it at all and didn't care once (laughs) I went, hey, this shit got kind of goofy, huh? Um, and then I went on and grew up uh, to be an adult um, for, for the rest of my life. Um, so and then this movie, this movie came out. I went, huh, I kind of remember liking Five Nights at Freddy's more than this. I wonder why I didn't like it. So I went back and started watching. Uh, I watched one like short, like 20 minute lore video. I was like, oh, yeah, this was pretty cool. Like try and figure all this out as it was coming out. Um, and then I watched like an hour long one, then like a four hour <laughs> long one. And over the past week, I think I've spent maybe upwards of 20 hours <laughs> watching Five Nights at Freddy's lore videos. That's so much. That's so and, um, much. I'd like to say it's made me a sort of an expert on the series, but I don't know if I could back that up if push came to shove. Well, very lucky for you, I will not be shoving because I don't know anything about the series. And so if I asked you, you could just say anything and I'd be like, I guess that's that's the right thing. Yes. <laughs> one thing one thing I will say, I think this movie might be looked at more fondly by fans of it of the okay well i have everything i have a counter to that point oh then maybe not uh, but in my own experience i have become softer on the film as after I yeah more into um the freddy's world so so dear listener you might be thinking to yourself adam you seem very hostile to freddy fazbear why did you watch this film uh, so my my girlfriend sometimes on this show 
and my sister are I big fans. You were gonna end it, my girlfriend sometimes. Oh, <laughs> uh, and my sister are big Five Nights at Freddy's fans. All right, my my girlfriend for nostalgic reasons and my sister for I guess retro reasons because she wasn't really able to play video games when the games first came out. Yeah, I mean they're still pretty big these days. They are, so. they are, but um, not nearly to the effect as they were back. Yeah, then. no. So she only played them because they were big. Then she mm-hmm. she doesn't she didn't like grow up with them or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So they're both big fans, particularly of the lore, uh, mm-hmm. as they as they told me that before the film started. Um, and then we watched the film, and I almost fell asleep, which is normal, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't typically fall asleep during movies, even ones I don't like. Um, but yeah, I almost fell asleep. Uh, that they had to wake me up. <laughs> and uh afterwards they were they said that they liked the film but they were very critical that it did not have enough lore in it and and i i wanted to talk to you about this because because yeah. you're you're sort of on the reverse of that so i wanted to to know how would you would put more lore into a film and not it just be an exposition lore video yeah i don't think i would because the sort of quote-unquote magic of Five Nights at Freddy's is not having all the information and answers just kind of spelled out to you and you having to like basically be your own little detective and figure it all out for yourself. So this was my uh a theory that Uh, um, that's just a theory and that's just a theory um but I, I had this sort of theory that a lot of people say my girlfriend or especially my sister their enjoyment of the franchise is based less on the actual games themselves Mm -hmm. and on the hindsight listening to these lore videos that's their their main way of interacting with this franchise and so the fact that the movie could not be you know an hour and a half of just lore yeah it was maybe seen as a bit disappointing because that's that's how they really got into into this ip you know that's that's my theory that that yeah um which i think that makes a lot of sense because i don't know about sadie but it sounds like with your sister it seems like that they're fans of someone who's already figured out all the answers and is explaining it to you um so when it's more of the time during when it was coming out when people were all debating and figuring out what all the answers were um and those were like less clear uh maybe they maybe not wouldn't have been a fan but would have had a different experience right right that their main entryway into it say yeah it was all after the fact right and so it seemed to me that the film which i mean i asked them afterwards how could it have been more more lore oriented how do you make that a movie and neither of them had any idea how. I yeah, I think the movie actually struck a pretty good balance in that sense of the lore drops and stuff. Um, with me, I'm figure figured it out more um, afterwards because during watching the movie, I was watching stuff. And I was like, 
is was that important? I vaguely remember that guy being a thing, or like <laughs> this little detail being. I don't know. I don't like, know anything about the lore, like, but I know for the plot of the film, I nailed almost every single plot point. Like, oh yeah, no, the the, the the plot itself is very by the numbers. Yeah, which I think was probably a purposeful move where the because the creator of the games the scott scott Cawthorn, Cawthorn. yeah um also wrote most of this movie mm. um which that's not he, usually a good sign when it comes to movies yeah, sometimes which, it can be which his obviously his strong suit isn't coming out and telling you a straight story sure from like beginning to end and, well, so I, and i would also say maybe his strong suit isn't um and maybe this is a, a rude thing to say about a franchise i don't really have any connection to but at least from what i've gathered his strong suit is not cohesive writing yeah um yeah that the kind that a film is typically built yeah upon. yeah i i would say that's fair i i think a lot of people would say that's debatable i don't feel strongly enough to argue <laughs> oh, with you and this is not but... a, a, a quality judgment i'm not saying he's a good writer yeah, or a bad yeah. writer i'm just saying for the kind of writing that typically a film structure follows it does not seem to me that that is his strong suit He's much Which, more. He's much happier to be in a game, say, where they can pretty slowly piecemeal give you information. Yeah, which might not be the case. Okay, here's here's an embarrassing <laughs> thing. Um, I didn't want to bring up. Um, I need to. I need to check something real fast. Um, so <laughs> I am currently. Um, let me load. might need to cut out a bit of this i'll, I'll cut out a bit of silence i am currently seven and a half hours into the five nights at freddy's novel oh my god uh the silver eyes which um i wanted to see <laughs> if it was <laughs> which he did co-write he had someone else writing okay them, but he co-writed same thing with this movie i don't think he wrote the whole the entirety of i think he had writers and whatnot um and the while i am i was a bit ashamed <laughs> to say it i do think this book is better than the movie sure um, sure but even then in a book you have more time and i think that's yeah, what i was kind of getting at yeah He's that's used fair. to more time than a movie typically grants you even if this had been say a mini series it probably at least storyline wise probably would have been better than mm -hmm. being this chunk of movie you know what yeah I mean? yeah i just don't think the movie and i kind of always thought this since they announced the movie coming out i don't think a movie is this franchise is, is gonna be this franchise's strong suit sure um so yeah i i could i i could see why um why a lot of people might think that sort of thing and then on the same kind of note of of fans of the film and their reaction to it um i have a few more anecdotal evidences the the first is the same subject my sister and my my girlfriend both of them disliked some of the lore changes that the film did okay yeah that's another thing i kind of stumbled upon myself um where if 
So if you're a big enough fan of the franchise, what do they call those? What what's the franchise fan base called? Are they the, the I, Faz Bears? The, I the... I don't know. I don't know if they have a little name. I don't feel like looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're if you're a fucking Faz head or whatever, yeah, yeah. But if there's a lot of debate within the Faz head community, community, whether or not to include the books into the canon of the games and whatnot. Sure, sure. When I being seven and a half hours in, uh <laughs> is very, that a lot, by the way? I, I just got um know. is that like halfway or is it's that a just ten like... hour book? It's a ten hour okay. Book. So you're almost okay. done. I'm almost done with the book. Um but um it's very clear that in this book it's like it's own universe its own like it's using elements from the games and everything but it's telling its own story right, like right. for example it would be like the live action version of a disney remake it, it's almost a second draft if you will yes and i it's pretty obvious that's the same thing what the movie is doing um once he sort of got that idea. almost but if a, you don't... a third draft or, or perhaps a final draft yeah but if you don't really have that idea and you're like oh this is supposed to be within the same universe and everything as the games and like as everything is supposed to be one cohesive story um then i think you're gonna run into some problems with it yeah because they're gonna make changes and stuff like that and whatnot which i was already okay with because i kind of are had an understanding of how what you were going into stories right but if you don't got the that understanding i think you're gonna have a lot of issues with it my uh excuse me my second bit of anecdotal evidence is uh so I'm, i'm a substitute teacher and uh i was in a classroom right when this movie was coming out and right after um so the beforehand uh, you would not meet a more excited group of middle schoolers. Uh, there was a a watch party going to the theaters planned for like 24 kids who were Hell all yeah. like congregating and making plans to go to the film. They were so excited. Afterwards, uh, at, at a, another, admittedly another class, but a similar age group, it was still a middle school. Um, only like a handful of kids had either seen the movie uh, and those that had seen it were like, it was okay. <laughs> I, was, I was okay with it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that comes from one scene in particular throughout the movie um, that sort of ruins the aesthetic or the vibe Five Nights at Freddy's tries to put sure, out. Sure, sure. Um, where I think like in the middle or towards like the middle end-ish of the movie, there's a bit where they're just sort of hanging out and playing with the animatronics, like they're big buddies. And I think most people's reaction is, what the hell is this? Yeah, I I can Um, can attest to that. That is It it kind of destroys any fear at all that you might have from the animatronics themselves. And then once that happens... You're kind of just checked out of the movie. Oh, yeah. And let alone that the actual um, quote unquote scary parts of the film happen relatively early on and mm-hmm. to out and out explicitly no re- real redeeming qualities, bad people. 
yeah and that's kind of the only violence that really happens to anybody until like mm. the very end and even then that's pretty tame yeah it, it's it kind of ruins a lot of the needed tension in this movie because the games themselves the gameplay is all about tension well yeah like, the, the game uh as far as i could as i hoping they were working on a paper looked over the shoulders of several kids playing five nights at freddy's on their chromebooks in class it's all jump scares yeah it's all about you being helpless to sit there to it, like fight with the little bit of power you have so you don't fucking die and it's all about building up to that tension to the release and this movie could have been just it i that's a fine line to walk um for a movie because if you're gonna go one way or the other you're either gonna make the movie all jump scares or just not any effective tension at all um and i think the movie in fear of going all jump scares kind of went too hard the other way yeah um, I, I, th I think that's a good point and a, a sort of it makes me think of the some other parts of the movie like mm -hmm. um the the animatronics themselves i can appreciate that they were mostly practical yeah i think they looked great in this movie i think they looked too clean and well made that i didn't believe that they were abandoned in this chuck e cheese for a long time and so when they tried to do scary things that i think would have worked better if they were a little more frayed around the edges i just saw polished plastic even um the foxes he's got exposed metal legs but the exposed metal looked too plastic and fine they look too yeah they didn't look bony and wiry enough like real animatronic legs might have yeah i think that would have helped a lot i do think like i think like part of the people who are working there the night security's job is to upkeep these things and whatnot so i could see that make sense why they don't yeah, look yeah, as bad I, as i'm they not do. saying it's but a, it's a plot hole or anything i just don't think it helps the film yeah in the game they don't necessarily look all that degraded but a lot of it works because they're kept in mostly shadow and dark corners sure, and sure. stuff. so when you have the scenes where they're just out and about building a fucking table fort and whatnot a dog shit um, table fort by yeah, the way yeah a really dog shit table fort i mean i guess it makes sense if it's like robots who could have limited movement um building it but like still just build your own table for it at that point yeah. Um, but yeah i think that's what a lot of this movie is missing um is a lot of the aesthetic choices from the video game um, because I think the video game, that's a, one of its strongest things, is the atmosphere it builds. Sure, sure. Um, which I just don't think the movie was able to pull it off. No, I, I, I don't think so either. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I very well could be. But the, the main character of the games is typically pretty blank, so that it can be you. Yeah, I mean, the most it, it becomes less so as, as it the goes. series goes on. Sure, and then sure. It, like, uh, like makes... Veronica, the cop who is a main character in a, the newer one, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Vanessa. Uh, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just 
um i i didn't say it like i fucking like no no i I was just like oh yeah that's her name whatever (laughs) yeah i mean it doesn't it just shows how much other than attention being the same name as the character as the other one which i'm not sure if it is the same because okay so in the book they'll use the same character name and concept but for a sort of a different character. For example, there's a character named Charlie who is the first kid to die in the games. It's he's the like, one who gets the the bite of eighty seven. No, it's not. The bite of eighty seven is way later. <laughs> um, it's so Charlie is the daughter of um one of the partners um who made this. There's William Afton and Henry Emily. I think his last name is okay. Um, and then William Mathen is the bad guy. He's shaggy, yeah. He's doing all the killings. Yeah, he's shaggy. And then Henry has a daughter, which is usually the first in the games, it's the first victim. Um, but in the books, it's like the main character because she grew up, she didn't get killed and she grew up to be like um her own person and everything. So it's sort of the same character, sort of not, which I think is what's going on with that Vanessa there. Um, but I forgot what my point was at the beginning of this because I that, started that, having that, to that Vanessa more. might not be the same one who is in the newer game. Yeah, because even if she game, is the same character, yeah, might be, to, the... to borrow some nomenclature from the television series Loki, she might be a variant. Yeah, exactly, Vanessa. exactly. That's a good way to look at like sort of these characters and whatnot. Um, so I think a lot of people have issues when they're not looking at these characters like variants um where they're like oh they they're making vanessa from the game afton's daughter or whatever and that just seems like shoehorned into the lore and the plot and whatnot when that's not necessarily what's going on there i mean it did feel shoehorned in in the movie like i felt like it didn't add anything at all and yeah i could be confused as to why she was in the movie at all yeah me too like i I get it easily replaced her with just uh josh hutcherson having a gun yeah i mean yeah that too but i get they needed someone for exposition but that could have been any that literally in the game it's a guy on a phone that you never see that could have just been that a guy on a phone yeah i I, I feel like they maybe went a little too what's the opposite boring sounds very negative and i do mean it negatively but i don't mean it that negatively um dull they weren't stylized enough i feel like this movie could have been say say if it had been directed by um Oh, uh, who directs the the Spy Kids films? Is it Robert Rodriguez? Yes, that uh, sounds familiar. But I don't know say he right. had directed this film, right? There could be a lot of stylistic stuff. A lot of well, it takes place what when is it like the nineties? But if there's a lot of eighties aesthetics. Yeah, I think this. I think this is late nineties, early two thousands. Is when yeah. this movie they never establish it um which is probably on purpose but yeah they they tried to make it be timeless kind of thing yeah but but, you know um because a lot of the the horror aesthetic comes from that sort of retro vhs tapes are scary i I think i said that during the film when he puts in the vhs tape and it starts Mm -hmm. going all wonky um you know that's that's sort of the the 
the aesthetic of horror that they're going for. I think a different director, uh, perhaps a better take on the film, would have lent into that a little more. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think because I think that's one thing that the games do um, a good deal where it makes you feel like this is like a lost age of like the right. big 90s Chucky, 80s, 90s Chucky Cheese craze um, where um, you get a lot of that aesthetically where I don't in making this feel timeless and everything. It just doesn't have the same impact. Right, right. And and I, I mean, it's another video game and not a film, but you could have done a, a very almost hotline Miami, just a guy on a voice, you know, from the phone thing as like mm. part of the aesthetic or the stylistic choices of the film. Whereas I feel like they took the the probably safer but more boring route of it's just a, a cop. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, how how'd you feel about this movie as a movie, not as a video um, game adaptation? I I feel like I've hinted at my feelings. Hinted. I think I straight up said I didn't like the movie. Yeah, look, <laughs> like once. Fair. But um, uh, yeah, I've hinted at my feelings for the film throughout this. Uh, I had a very I had a bad time. It was not yeah. a great movie. I I I I found it very paint by numbers. I found the the acting either purposefully I, I, I no because like I've seen these actors in other things the the actress who plays the cop uh, Vanessa yeah. she's one of the main characters in a show on Netflix that I, I quite like called You uh, mm. so I know that even in similar situations she's a much better actress than she portrays in here yeah I think a few of them um, are kind of I would say. I, I I would say standouts, but not in, in they a good did an way. amazing job. Just they did a pretty good job um as compared. I think Josh Hutchinson did a pretty good job in it. Um I I usually like him. Um Bridget Terry Bithier or whatever. Yeah, I, um, I like him as much as the next guy. And I could see that he he is acting well in this role, but the character writing makes him entirely unlikable for the he, entire film. Yeah, he's pretty boring in this. But he's I a think, mumbler, he's a jerk. Yeah, I. but I think there is some moments in this where you feel some pretty good acting coming from him, which I will say for him is kind of impressive. <laughs> um, but um, I, I liked... Uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Shaggy? Shaggy. Yeah, I know it's Matthew name. Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, um, I thought he he was doing really good because he was having so much fun yeah, with it. It was, it was clear he was kind of just playing around. Yeah, and I think the first like sort of interview he has with uh, Josh Hutchinson, um, where he's just you could tell it's an actor having fun with a role. Yeah, I think he's that chewing the scenery. Great. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed that a good bit. Um, the little girl. Um, for pretty a child good for actor, a child actor, yeah, yeah. I think about seventy percent of the time she's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, I, I can agree to that. Um, she's the only one that ever felt like natural in her role, really. Yeah, even, even other actors who I I agree did a pretty good job with what they were given. Say Josh Hutcherson, he never felt natural in the role. Yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. Um, and but, yeah, but she did. She felt. Like she was just a little girl, this guy's sister. 
Yeah, my favorite character in the whole movie has got to be Doug. I think Doug is probably the standout of the film. Who the hell's Doug? It's um his aunt's a lawyer. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. That, no, he's that, that fucking little ass. squirrel guy yeah, that, that guy she's rolls. thinking about. And he's that guy like, looks like a toad <laughs> squeezed into his suit. That guy's so cool. Yeah, no, he's the best one. I was hoping he would have a moment where he dealt with the animatronics at I all. Love- I love when he's listening to them plan a crime and the lawyer he's like, I should be like, I, I gotta go. Um, but I think you, you gotta admit, best actor in the film has gotta be Matthew Patrickson, right? No. <laughs> Look, it's I, the I, most I, I generally... No emotion at all. No, you're wrong. Yeah, it's not even funny. I'm not even gonna play along with your joke. It just wasn't good. Look, I I generally like Mr. Patrick. Um, he's a, a good YouTuber for the most part. He seems like a fine guy. I don't think he's uh, had any. YouTube he's had no. Drama. No, I I, other than where... I did just see a video that's like Matthew Patrick being transphobic for two minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, Look, uh, he seems fine. He seems like a lovely <laughs> he guy. Seems okay um i'm not gonna go out on a limb for him if he does do something or has done something awful i'm i'm more than willing to never <laughs> interact with anything he makes ever again i'm doing that currently <laughs> not even <laughs> because i don't like him but um he's a terrible actor like i understand <laughs> that he's had no he's not a trained actor he's he's done no other acting he's essentially just a funny cameo in this film uh but he is one of the least naturalistic actors i've ever seen okay to his credit i know for a fact that they really wanted to like up like they wanted like in the movie there there's a part he says it's just a theory or whatever but they wanted him to do it like his fucking youtube outro where he's like and that's just a theory (laughs) um so they really wanted to like play up his bat pat isms um which i think they did tone down which props for them for doing do you think that was his idea to tone no it it was not his idea um (laughs) i i saw this clip on instagram of him talking about his experience being in it and he was like yeah they they really wanted me go all for it and uh, i'm I'm glad we did it um but yeah uh, for a guy who gives off so much theater kid energy he he seems like he's never stepped foot in front of a script in his life yeah, you know what no. i mean like he's he's really bad it's yeah and like also to be fair it is three lines so maybe maybe if given the chance he could do better sure um sure. but i would not hold my breath but yeah i i don't think i've like i've seen other non-actors in acting roles I, maybe before. we shouldn't be so hard for when we get matt pat on the podcast please <laughs> it, would, <laughs> it would suck for him to be like oh five nights at freddy's i love that let me listen to this episode <laughs> yeah i'm sure he's doing that to no name <laughs> podcast like the only way something like that could happen is if somehow somebody listening is a big fan of matt pat's and he sends us this, like this episode. Maybe his to wife him. is a big fan of us. And 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 Mr. Patrick listens to it and is like, fuck these guys. <laughs> and we get some, I don't know, fucking YouTuber beef. Hey, look, Matt Pat, if you are listening to this and you want to be on the podcast to argue with us, feel free. I'm 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 willing to listen. <laughs> I don't know if I am. 
And also, from what I remember, I don't think I've watched your videos in a good bit. Uh, but from the videos I remember you making about this series, I think you were wrong a lot of, about a lot of stuff. And I hope you corrected yourself, but I do not know. But I don't really care. Um, But yeah, uh, I don't know. He just, he felt so much like a guy. They pulled, like, he felt like they gave him no warning. It felt like in the movie, he showed up to set and they were like, hey, you want to be in the movie? And then they just shoved him on camera yeah, and told I, him to go. And I, know I know that's that, not what happened. That's not what happened. So it's just that much worse. You know, if that is mm-hmm. what had happened, like, and I know it's not, but if that had been, I'd give him way more slack. Yeah. But the no, fact that he had... Weird. Like he probably had multiple takes, and that's the one they decided to use. Look, that might, like I said, that might be on them, not him. He maybe he gave like a really one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good take. And like, oh, it doesn't feel MatPat enough. Sure, sure. So they went with like sort of the middle ground of like exaggerated. Yeah, they, had, they had him walk in yelling his, his catchphrase. And then they had him like, no, just real naturalistic, just 
yeah you know and, and that's just a theory or whatever and <laughs> they had like an like a sorkin film um and then they were like we gotta okay. find a middle point here was the okay yeah i know you're the wrong person to ask this but when he says breakfast is not the most important meal of the day was that a reference to one of his videos because it really felt like it was in the movie like i should have been like oh like his video he made or um, whatever because yeah, doesn't he have like a food channel so yeah um you are asking the wrong guy because uh i stopped watching right around when film theory became a thing yeah um but he does have a channel called food theory and i would i would be willing to bet that, that I'm, I'm YouTubing a, food theory breakfast right now. Is a reference it, to some video he has made. I feel like that was supposed to be an Easter egg to Matt Pat himself and not Five Nights at Freddy's, and I was supposed to freak out. I mean, I'll be honest, I did start screeching like an ape <laughs> when he showed up, but it was a joke. <laughs> it was I, a I joke was there for your little friends. friends. I was there with my friends. It was oh, a little joke. And, and, and long-time listeners will know this but if this is your first episode sorry but also andrew works at a theater and oh yeah it was a private screening uh, for us the employees i was not an asshole screeching at the top (laughs) of my lungs to a packed theater trying to enjoy this movie (laughs) just just so we're clear just so we're all clear that andrew's not a freak (laughs) (laughs) um i was going to go see this film in the theaters we had it all planned we were gonna go uh, and then right before we were going to leave, uh, my girlfriend's like, oh, it's already on Peacock. Let's just watch it here. And so we oh, watched yeah. it on Peacock at home. Um, and ultimately, I'm glad I didn't pay to see that film. Look, I do think it is a better experience in the theater. Um whether that be because you're with a bunch of fucking snap heads losing their shit and you're like, well, at least people are having fun. Um, or just most of the time horror movies are when you're in like a dark, loud setting to watch them. Sure, in. sure. Um, but um, yeah, I, I could understand that this is not worth the fucking entry. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth the price. And this of movie did fucking crazy, dude. Oh, it's done dude, gangbusters. The amount of annoying ass children I've had to deal with in the past <laughs> week because of this movie. Not you, dear listener. I, if you went to see this film and are below the age of 24. I've had to deal, dude. We've had our guest has been insane. We've had people fighting in theaters. We've had people throwing popcorn. We've had people screaming their fucking lungs out. We've had kids running up and down the halls. We've had to tell so many people you can't wear a mask in the movie theater. <laughs> it's it's been so fucking hectic, and I'm so glad that it's like been a week, and this movie is on Peacock, so like it's die gonna die pretty quickly. Um, but goddamn, has it been maybe the <laughs> one of the worst weeks, bro? Oh my god! It, yeah, it's been it's been a fucking trade wreck. Because yeah, I'd I'd seen on like Twitter and stuff that there had been fights in theaters and during Dude. the film and stuff. Yeah, we haven't had a fist fight, but we sure. had so many people fucking start yelling at each other. One of them, I was pretty sure it was a disagreement about FNAF floor itself, um, where it was like two like teenage boys just fucking yelling at each other. And I don't know what it was, but I did catch the words Freddy and Afton, so I'm pretty sure it's about... Oh my Lord. god, dude! I can't. And God, 
damn, dude. I can't even imagine being in that headspace. Yeah, like uh, we're big superhero fans. We're big um, nerds. We're not, you know, imagine, we're not throwing stones in glass houses. Imagine we go to fucking watch uh, Avengers in Endgame, <laughs> and we just fucking lose our shit that they made Thor fat and start swinging at <laughs> each other and be like, "No, it's fucking hilarious," and be like, "No, it's disrespectful to the fucking character and the world he lives in," and being so fucking angry that you start fucking fist fighting someone insane genuinely i can't can't imagine that shit um man children are crazy um well i doubt it by your tone uh and everything but were you scared at all no not even a little bit not even once did did any of the jump scares get you no (laughs) and that's crazy because i'm super easy to jump scare okay Look, maybe maybe it would have been different if you were in a movie theater or whatnot with a loud ass fucking speaker. But I was high off my ass <laughs> okay. and balloon voice scared the shit out of me all three <laughs> times he showed up. And everybody was getting angry with me. The fact that I was getting scared of this little fucking balloon boy. I'm like, you guys don't understand. He traumatized me when I was like 15 years old. <laughs> That's too old. Too That's old. too old for Balloon Boy to be traumatizing you. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking spooky, dude. When you say they're playing at your fucking computer and you hear a little fucking kid laugh and you're wearing headphones and you want to fucking shoot your head around be like, what the fuck was that? And then there's some little fat ass little Augustus gloop ass <laughs> We boy. were in ice cool <laughs> it's spooky dude i'm gonna have you sit down next time you come over to my house i'm gonna have you play the game and i'm gonna watch you get scared of these games i'll probably get jump scared it is you will at least how the, easy it is to jump the first scare 15 minutes you'll get jump scared once you've gotten jump scared by like not even each animatronic once you've gotten jump scared four maybe five times it's no longer yeah it's gonna lose it it's gonna you get annoyed at them so fast i I get annoyed at regular video games probably faster than you're supposed to the little fucking foxy screech as he's fucking waggling his hook in your face makes me want to kill that fucking animatronic so so, um uh they each have a different like vocals thing they do like you i think you did it before we started officially the the episode but you did the the music freddie does when he scares you oh yeah that's okay that's sort of just a meme like um there is that music and then there's like the freddie voice and then people i'm not sure if it's ever in the game of freddie actually singing the song but that's there's sort of like a joke that goes well I, i wanted to ask because in on peacock we had the subtitles on and uh, when the fox would go after somebody it would say that he was scatting um is that like a thing in the games do they does the fox they come all, up like oh, yeah. bop, 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 no not that kind of scatting um the foxes does sound like the most of just a man scream which is pretty cool but it's not like a man scream of terror it's like a man scream of like he just fell off a roof (laughs) um (laughs) uh, but yeah they all have their own kind of little screams and whatnot i think in the movie they do have freddy sing 
the song or they at least have freddie like they freddie i think is the only one who's like actually voiced in the movie because i think he's voiced by one of the voice actors from the later games um or maybe it was golden freddie um i don't remember there i did yeah so golden freddie and freddie are two different things were they both in the film Yes, Golden Freddy was the one who was in. I I think this is something they should have done better at making more clear. So Golden Freddy was the one who was in the taxi with the little girl where he's got the broken eye and the broken ear. Okay. Um, and he's yellow. Um, and then there's the kid who has a yellow and white shirt with a white top hat on. He's supposed to be Golden Freddy where the kid with the brown shirt with the yellow lines I think it's supposed to be actual Freddy. Um, I've heard people like talk about it and they switch those. So maybe I'm wrong with that. So why I... are there two Freddies? Um, <laughs> okay, there's two Freddies because, oh God. All right. So in the first location of Freddy Fazbear, they made, they had animatronics, but they made suits and these were called spring lock suits. Yeah, those are the and ones that they only had two of them. Yeah, one was Fredbear. Who okay. was a yellow Freddy? Who I was the first iteration, I believe, of Freddy Fazbear because they based him off like an old cartoon called Fred Bear or whatever, and then they turned him yellow with a purple hat to avoid copyright issues. I think, okay, maybe. Um, but then they went back to like the classic Freddy design for that later. Um. But so there's one suit that's like yellow, that's Freddy, and people called him Golden Freddy before he got his name. And then there's one suit that's yellow, that's Bonnie, that people called Golden Bonnie, but now it's called Spring Bonnie or whatever. And that's the suit that the guy wears when he kills the kids. That's the suit he was wearing at the end of the movie. Spring Trap or whatever. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, so those have spring locks in them that let you wear them both as a suit and right. as an animatronic. Like the baby doll. Yeah, which uh, in the game, Golden Freddy's like this limp, like kind of more like a ghost than like a possessed animatronic and whatnot. Um, so it was pretty confusing when he was just like around, walking around and shit in the movie. Um, and then and they clearly not... had weight. Like, yeah, they the not taxi like hesitating. sinks down. Yeah, so I was confused on what was going on there. So speaking of being confused about what was going on, so um, Shaggy's plan is to kidnap children to put them in the animatronics. No, well, that's not his plan. His plan is to kill kids. His solution to hiding the body is shoving them into animatronics. Okay. So so did he do that to to Josh Hutcherson's brother? I don't know. That was unclear. Because because um, yeah, I know he grabs his grabs his brother, and then uh, they they show that Vanessa has his brother's plane. So it's yeah, it's, it's implied that he has killed his brother. I think, but his brother wasn't in one of the animatronics. No, I think what happened. So this guy is just a child killer. He likes to go off and kill children sure. and whatnot. So I think what happened was he used the suit in the restaurant to kill kids, in like five kids in the restaurant, and then he hid their bodies in the suits. 
But I think he also just on outside, like abducted and killed kids as a hobby or whatever. Okay. So why did he kill, or I guess the animatronics killed the previous night guard and then yeah. they put him in an animatronic, but do we see that animatronic again? I don't know if that animatronic is putting them into an animatronic or that's just a fun way of killing people, of shredding their face with a mask. Okay. I I don't know. I was pretty confused about all of that. One no. thing that really confused me was the fucking cupcake. What is the cupcake? Is that one of the... So I, we don't have enough kids for that. I joked um, that it was one of the kids and that the security guard was the other animatronic that the security guard they killed was the duck or whatever and one of the kids was the cupcake when my sister asked me the same question but i don't think that's duck? true the the duck the the yellow one the duck oh chica oh she's a chicken <laughs> oh my bad she's a chick. I, I thought there was like a duck with a big hey, head hey, tail hey, somewhere hey. i was confused okay it was a foul it was a Look, foul there okay there was a dog in the movie when there's not usually a dog which that was a reference to because when i was watching the movie and then <laughs> matt pat shows up he's at sparky's diner and i was like isn't Sparky something? Is that one of the guys? I think that might be one of the guys. When it's not, it's a joke on the internet of some people were like, I found another animatronic. They made up a fucking dog to be named there. Sparky. Named Sparky, yeah. Um, and then you see the dog later as another Easter egg, like taken apart. So I thought maybe there was a duck I missed somewhere. <laughs> so don't crucify me. Um, yeah. I don't know, Wait. man. <laughs> it was just like most of this movie felt like this is gonna make two different groups of people on the internet. <laughs> this is, yeah, you're about to piss <laughs> off everybody on the internet. But fuck it. Um, this movie felt like No Way Home for for a group of <laughs> things that I'd never heard of. It's like it's like if I had no idea about any of the Spider-Man films and went and watched No Way Home, you know, it was a lot of look thing you know, but I didn't know. Yeah, um, I, I I could see where you're coming from. I don't think the allegory exactly works because it's two different things of uh, ways of using look thing, you know, and whatnot. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, this felt like heaps of it was like supposed to. And it was funny because during my first watch of the movie, heaps of that was like, I think I know that thing. <laughs> And then now I could tell you fucking everything about everything that popped up in the fucking movie. <laughs> Except the fucking cupcake. I don't understand. It was okay. Someone come at me with this if you can. Is the cupcake ever explained in the game? Because I always assumed it was just a piece of Chica or whatever. But in this movie, it seems like its own guy. It seems like Yeah, it's like its, it's own dude. Um it can also teleport. <laughs> Yeah, it could also like fucking throw itself around. Um, so I, I was I don't confused know. as to the nature of magic in this world, right? Because they are they are the bodies of children possessing animatronics, but they also have more classic poltergeist. Yeah, that, so that that's a thing. So they are ghosts, and they're bound to the animatronics, but they're also normal ghosts where they could do spooky shit around the fucking 
thing. Like in the games, you'll be playing and then like all the like posters on the wall will change to like creepy kid drawings and shit. Um, or like in the movie, like kid drawings is a pretty big deal in that. Um, and the book I'm listening to, there's one part where a kid goes up to the wall of drawings and they all start falling to the ground, but they sound like heavy, like rocks and stuff, like slamming onto the ground and the kid freaks out about it. Um, so they do have like normal ghosty stuff. Okay. Going on. The other thing I was confused about is um, I can't imagine lucid dreaming being an important plot point. It's most not. of the franchise so they're okay so in the fourth around the time of the fourth game a big theory that came out was called the dream theory which is why he's reading that book which is why yeah and it's uh, just a where theory. yeah where the first three the first four games are just the dreams of the kid that got bit by the fucking animal the in 1987 um yeah well no in 1983 there's two bites okay that's one thing that pisses me off about this they'll make a big deal about something like the missing children's incident and then they'll talk about something like it is that thing but then be like nope this is a a second time that thing happened where the so they talk about the bite of 87 that's a big thing in the first game all I think that is is a security guard got bit by one of the possessed animatronics and then they went, okay, this place is too unsafe, so we're closing it down. Um, the bite of 83 is like... Um, so happened. So just so we're clear, happened before the security guard got bit. Yeah, that was... I think the bite of 87 was like the final straw where like, we can't keep these places <laughs> it open. It bit a kid, but now that it's bit an adult man, we well, have to Well, I stop. think yeah, the whole like once is an incident, twice is a coincidence <laughs> situation. <laughs> once you got three times, you're like, okay, maybe these things are Okay, but dangerous. when the first time is biting a kid... Yeah, but to be fair, it wasn't that like the people's fault and it wasn't like a possessed animatronic or whatever. It's the kid's brother and his big kid friends or whatever were messing with the kid and they took the kid and shoved his head into the fucking like animatronic's mouth. And then since it was a spring lock suit, it activated the spring locks and chomped down on the kid. Did it so kill it was, the kid? uh yeah like the kid survived a day or so in the oh, hospital okay okay, okay. That's like abraham lincoln yeah that's supposedly when the dreams happened um and then he died um okay but yeah that to be fair wasn't the company's fault because a kid shoved another kid well head i, I, I do have to to ask why nobody was supervising the spring-loaded animatronics like yes the kids did it but that still seems like there's some culpability some liability yeah but i think there's not enough there where they're like okay if we could just swipe sweep this under the rug we could sure, still keep things sure. going where if an animatronic just attacked a guy on its own without any provocation or anything then you're like okay that's not really that's totally on us pretty um, sure Chuck E. cheese was a friend i was gonna sue him one time why? i was there at a for for my daycare like a celebration type thing. Um, and they were like, don't run. But we were running. And I slipped really hard and slammed my head against the, like a, a machine. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I got up because I was like, 
fucking seven years old or whatever fine i just got up and was about to start running again but one of the employees came over and was like hey are you okay and i was like yeah i seem fine they were like cool and handed me a, a roll of tickets hell yeah dude i'd be slipping all the time are you kidding <laughs> i was just like oh okay <laughs> i i mean i would have preferred like a bucket of quarters or whatever so i could play games while i'm at charles entertainment cheese but tickets are the next best thing i kept saying that when we were watching this <laughs> yeah i kept being like he's no charles entertainment cheese does Freddy Fazbear stand for anything? Well, I think it's like Frederick R. Fazbear or something like that. It's I not as good as Charles it. Entertainment yeah. Cheese. Uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese um, is real good. And way creepier. Have you seen oh, videos yeah. of like the fucking... There's these ones of this fucking... Like they're voiced by the, the yeah. Bowling for Soup guy. But there's this one of the... Like there's a kid standing next to the animatronic and Chucky's got his arms around the kid as he's dancing and the kid's trying to wiggle his way out <laughs> oh, but no. can't. And then like he finally gets free and then like the fucking worker or whatever comes up to help him. And then he like playfully like slaps Chucky on the face. And then Chucky's eyes dart towards the fucking guy and a look of anger. And it's like, holy shit, dude, get the fuck out of there. Oh no, yeah. Ch Charles, um, because I'm not friends with him. Charles, he's he's fucked up, dude. Yeah. I've um, seen him at like junkyards and shit, and he looks because he's a rat. Yeah, a rat up. is just gonna be scarier than a bear anytime you design it. I, I, like, <laughs> I mean, I would be more scared of a real life bear than a real oh, life yeah. rat. But, but an animatronic wise, bear, yeah, a rat's always rat. gonna be scary. They're the same size. Um, yeah. And I think if a bear and a rat were the same size, I'd be more afraid. And not just because it's a giant rat, and that's something I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> but like i would be more afraid of a rat the size of a yeah bear. i'd be i think god designed rats more spooky on purpose for some reason yeah they're like they're like fucked up warios for mice dude yeah um but anyways that's probably enough talking about five nights at freddy's or whatever it's <laughs> probably enough talking about chuck e cheese um maybe if you guys care enough uh i'll put all this lore information to good use and do an episode where i just explain the whole thing to adam i'm okay we uh, we tried those kind of episodes they weren't our favorite yeah yeah but this one's five nights at freddy's this one people care about oh i meant for us <laughs> <laughs> i meant it wasn't our favorite to do yeah um but i i think you deserve to have this useful information just as long as i have and i like talking about this because i definitely got heaps of shit wrong while talking about oh yeah this episode and then people are gonna be like how about you just kill yourself dude yeah Did you, hey, you, think said, about that? you said you were like an expert you got this this and this wrong that was a joke i was joking <laughs> somebody's defensive <laughs> I don't want fucking my internet title to be Andrew Quadros. Five nights, five nights at Freddy expert. Dude, snap guy. I don't want to be in. You don't need to be sequel to this movie starring oh, next to speak, Pat and Speaking Mark of, Plyde. do you know that other guy? They told me my my no, girlfriend's sister, the I, guy in the cab. They said I have he was no a, idea. The people yeah. were like my friends were like, "Oh shit, it's him!" But I have no. I have idea. no idea who that guy is. 
I'm astonished Markiplier wasn't in this movie. Apparently, it was scheduling issues. But, like, dude, it's a cameo. I feel like you could have squeezed it. Yeah, show up on set for, like, a day. Don't even do Record it on your webcam and find a way to include that into the movie. They should have had him be the voice uh, through the phone. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. Or Um, or have uh, Josh Hutchinson watching a Markiplier video on the yeah. on the thing yeah see that's one thing i wasn't sure about so in <laughs> in the fnaf games um i i think it's the seventh game the oh, do game. they do they do a thing where the games are real in the in the world yeah yeah the game they do a thing where like so this there's an indie developer who made these games to like make light of and kind of like make people not so worried about like the real life murders that happened at Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, that's a little crazy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and well, because people like started like, oh, people are watching theories and let's plays and all the. It's become a big joke to them. Like, um, well, yeah, I just think it's crazy the idea of like, yeah, this indie developer thought he'd take a a, a case of a rampant child serial killer and make a fun little game about it. You know, nobody's made Night Stalker for the PS2. Yeah, but it's revealed that Fazbear Entertainment actually paid him to make those games to, like, kind of clean up their own PR image. Oh, it was a PR thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which I was watching this movie and I was thinking, is this a movie inside? Like, is this in the games where someone is going to watch this movie? Am okay. I going to see Josh Hutchinson watch this movie? So, in the game? so yeah, I, I joked about this a bit, but I was like, this movie feels like a movie they would be watching in another movie. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that's what is supposed to be the case or not. That bit confuses me so much. This is a so very much. meta bear, are the man, the bear supposed, dilemma. Yeah, are the books supposed to be that? Yeah, we're dealing with an actual man in a bear suit sometimes. Whoa! I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Dude, we've gotten too meta. But um, I could go down the Fazbear hole all day okay. about <laughs> About, ah, I bet a lot of people want to go down on the basketball. <laughs> hey, oh, waka waka. There should there goes. I got my bear like pop culture references. Are... I got absolutely dogged on by my fucking friends the other day because um they, they were sharing this thing where it was like um what's your your like um astrology sign what it means to which animatronic you are or whatever okay yeah and like it had a bunch of pictures of it and one was like the ballerina animatronic that you probably don't know about or whatever nope. <laughs> was the thing and i was like i'm pretty sure like the middle picture of that is porn and everybody was like how the fuck would you know and everything <laughs> i'm like it's just obvious no <laughs> like, dude people have gone to court for this you know it when you see it exactly i knew it when i saw it yeah and everybody I'm, I'm, fucking I'm dogged on, on side, me man. like like little little fucking andrew watching five nights at freddy <laughs> rule 34 i will say that that's an insane thing to do man i can't <laughs> like the people yeah who would my do that okay yeah it? my thing 
my thing is, all right, yeah, it's it's okay if you look at a big duck or whatever, and you're like, yeah, that does it for me. But these are supposed okay to be children ghosts. These, <laughs> these are the ghosts of murdered children possessing these scenes. And making a fucking 3D animation about her bouncing on a penis is not okay. That's an official stance from in universe. You can you can quote us on that. We do not endorse child ghost porn at all. And that's just a theory. And that's not a theory. That's true. That's a fact. Uh but anyways, um oh yeah, with our ratings. What would you rate this movie? Um funnily enough, while I was substituting, a kid asked me that, like out of 10, what how what would you rate it? And being uh-huh. generous, I thought I said, I don't know, a three. Uh, and the kid almost lost his shit. He was so he was like, "What do you mean, dude? Kids are loving this." I've heard so many kids come out of the theater and be like, "That's the best movie I've ever seen." And I'm like, "See more movies, you, kiddo." What have you watched, kid? Getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'll. I'll Look, I was being nice for the kid to say three. I'll probably go with like two. Okay, okay. Um, I would probably say. Now I did have a lot of fun because I was there talking bad shit on it with my friends. Sure. Um, if I was going to watch this movie again on Peacock, say I alone actually... in your room, like we're not hanging out, we're not watching it. By yourself, you're watching this film. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted on whether I'd like it more or less because my opinions on the movie since I've gotten back into the lore have gone up. Sure, sure. So maybe I'll like it more on a second watch. But I think I'm gonna... You know what? I'll just say a flat 7 out of 14. So half. Right in the middle there. Yeah, right in the middle. Okay. Okay. I think enough. I enjoyed this movie enough that I would watch it again at some point, but not enough that I would watch it alone. Okay. Now I I told my girlfriend afterwards, had you guys not wanted to, I don't think I would have ever watched this film. And I never <laughs> intend on oh, watching we, it again. We would have watched it if you didn't um, watch it already. You would have come over my house. I would have been like, oh shit, Five Nights at Freddy's on Peacock. Have you watched it? And you're like, no. I'm like, uh-oh. And then I click it and play it and we start watching it. I feel like, honestly, like we'll we'll watch pretty bad movies together. <laughs> but this one, at least for me, was horribly boring. <laughs> and I feel like had that been the case, had we just hung out and you put it on as a goof, you would have turned it off pretty quickly afterwards because I was not giving you the energy you wanted. Yeah, look, maybe that's fair. I don't know. I If MatPat shows up, we probably both would have looked at each other and started screaming like apes. I don't know if and I would have done that. I, I think you might have. I do think I, I think you might have done that stupid dollar face and point at the that, screen. I do love doing that. I didn't. I was gonna do that. I, or like, had I had I known it was gonna happen, I would have done that. But when he actually showed up in the movie, I was just like, "Oh shit, is that Matt Pat?" Because <laughs> I didn't recognize it. Oh, I recognized his fucking stupid ass voice first <laughs> when he started talking. I was like, "No way, dude!" And then it panned to his fucking face. I was like, 
like, okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't that's the emotion I felt first. on the inside. I had the <laughs> on the outside. Yeah, I, I went, no, no way, <laughs> and I'm like, Dewey, Dewey, Dewey. And I'm sorry for that audio clip you all just had to. Oh record. yeah, it's a, it's a rough one, dude. You were, I don't know what's happening, but you were like clipping. Hell yeah. Um, but, but if uh, you have FNAF lore you want to tell Andrew, you could do that at our email. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. Um, you can do that at our email at the atomic email at gmail.com. Or our Instagram at the atomic android 2020. I don't think there's a the at atomic android 2020. Or our Twitter. Um at atomic androids yes those are the things we have had a hard time remembering if we've been doing this more sporadically lately yep <laughs> and if you're a hardcore fan you've probably noticed and have been sad you but... probably noticed and we're like huh used to be an episode a week i think we get yeah. like one a month uh, I think we get two. We got one a month this month. Usually, I think we when we were slowing down, it was more like three a month. But we pretty fucked up. I was pretty busy this month. This movie came out and kind of ruined yeah, my this life. movie. Movie kind of ruined Andrew's life. I've recently started working, so it's it's a little yeah, tougher to schedule. And we do have opposite work hours. Oh, we have the almost exact opposite work hours. Yeah, when Adam gets off work is when I go into work. Um, but yeah, uh, there we go. Um, at uh, Freddy Fazbear, Freddy Fazbear. Have a have a good one. Oh, happy Halloween! Oh Ooh. shit, yeah, it's Halloween. Oh fuck, we weren't even spooky enough. Yeah. Um, happy Halloween. Uh, hope you had a good one. Like we I didn't said. even do a spooky intro this time. Last week's episode had a spookier intro. Um. Yeah, so we can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could you reuse that? Uh, I'm not gonna reuse it. No, that title card of me walking down the hallway. <laughs> I don't know where that is, so probably uh, not. Um, I I think I could find the episode it's on. Uh, I I think it's around episode 100 because I think that might be when we stopped using our channel yeah. swapping intro. Um, but um. Yeah, uh, happy Ghoulsville, everyone. Ooh, spooky. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, now I want you to go onto YouTube and get the Living Tombstone Five Nights at Freddy's song. Um, and no, then... that's a, that's the one at the end credits. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It sucks yeah. like and shit. I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want you blast it. I want it to be abrupt and unpleasant. Um, I right. Get, at... I don't want to get a copyright claim for some Five Nights at Freddy shit. Uh, look, if if they want to do it, then um, <laughs> we'll we'll go back. We'll take down this whole episode. <laughs> they copyright claim us. Fair enough. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we thought they do it right, dude. Oh, that's our intro. No, you got to do the FNAF intro. What's the FNAF intro? You go, hello, internet. I'm 
Jeremy. <laughs> that's not how he does <laughs> Yeah, it. I was going to say that does not sound right. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.